0: Here's a story from the world.
1: When the Taliban took control of Afghanistan last weekend, it also took over a lot of military hardware and weapons. Much of it had been provided by the U.S. Here's Pentagon spokesperson John Kirby today. I don't have an exact inventory of what uh, equipment the, that the Afghans had at their disposal that, that now uh, might be at risk at risk of being used by the Taliban. For perspective on the problem, we turn to Jody Vittori, a retired U.S. Air Force officer who served in Afghanistan. She leads Georgetown's global politics and security program.
0: We're not 100% certain how much equipment the Taliban have acquired because we haven't always taken terrific accountability of what equipment went where at what times, particularly when it came to small arms. We have a better idea with aircraft.
1: And what is the situation with the aircraft that was left over?
0: A number of American aircraft flew to Uzbekistan, and so did, the, of course, the pilots and the air crew associated with them. But the Taliban have captured some American-made and other aircraft. We know that because they've showed pictures of them. Some of those aircraft were not operational at the time, however, and we do have reports that the Taliban are looking for aircraft pilots and aircraft maintainers that might be able to get that back into the air.
1: Is there a possible scenario where the Taliban could coerce U.S.-trained pilots still in Afghanistan to fly the remaining aircraft?
0: Absolutely. I, I could see plenty of possibilities of being able to coerce pilots, unfortunately, not only threatening pilots with their own lives, but the lives of their families. We see continuing reports of you know, the Taliban, for example, with blacklists, saying that if, if certain people don't turn themselves into the Taliban, they will punish the families. So they're certainly more than willing to do that. I can imagine they would be willing to do similar with pilots as well. And, you know, if you're the pilot and your family members are being threatened, that's that's a hard thing to turn down.
1: But bottom line, as somebody who served in the Air Force, is your sense that the Taliban don't instantly have an Air Force of their own? They need either other people or parts to make it work?
0: Yes, they're going to need um, support of those former helicopter pilots and so forth that were serving with the Afghan National Defense and Security Forces. But, you know, also do remember the Taliban took over Afghanistan without an air force. Air supports a nice to have for them, but it's not the need to have. It was for the Afghan National Defense and Security Forces.
1: Do you know why Afghanistan's aircraft were not destroyed when the Taliban took control of the capital? I presume
0: just because it happened so incredibly quickly. There just wasn't time to destroy all of those aircraft. Uh, it does take time to do that with the explosives and so forth. Hopefully, there weren't any deals made that were, involved those aircraft. We don't really know what completely went on at this point with the various Afghan senior leadership, individual generals acting on their own initiative when it came to negotiating with the Taliban.
1: What about other hardware that the Taliban may now have? How it's their artillery, machine guns and rifles, night vision goggles. How easy will it be for the Taliban to get these into the field and operational? They should be
0: relatively easy to get into the field and operational. You know, seen lots of pictures of them with U.S. small arms, for example, M4s, M16s already fighting. They've had long experience of using captured U.S. Western gear. So they should be capable of putting those into the fight fairly quickly.
1: It's, it's interesting. There, there have already been protests in Afghanistan and the Taliban have been using violence to quell them. Over the weekend, the Taliban said hundreds of its fighters were heading to the Panjshir Valley where there's strong resistance. Do you think that all these captured weapons will change the Taliban's approach to stifling dissent?
0: I don't think it will change the Taliban's approach to stifling dissent because the Taliban have often been very willing to use violence to stifle dissent their entire reign, since they first came into being in, since 1994, what it does do is it gives them additional capabilities, just an overwhelming amount of potential weaponry that they can use to stifle that descent, whether it's in you know individual small villages, whether it's in cities, or whether it's taking small arms and larger larger artillery pieces and so forth, as, as much as they can given road networks and so forth, up to places like the Panjshir Valley.
1: Jodi Vittori is co-chair of the Global Politics and Security Program at Georgetown University. She was telling us about the weapons that the Taliban have acquired from the Afghan military. Thanks so much, Jodi. Thank you very much, Carol.